Hello and welcome to episode number 62 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're going over a commander deck tech for Gargos Vicious Watcher. Jim, you got it. You got it. <laughs> it's a mono green card and you got it. First try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as promised, today we're going all over, um, talking all about my Commander deck, uh, Gargos, Vicious Watcher, Mono Green Hydras, and uh, the name of the deck is uh, Hydra Fight Club. So before we uh, before we enter the Fight Club, we don't talk about Fight Club. We don't talk about. We that. don't talk about the fight first club. rule. The first rule. The first rule of Hydra Fight Club <laughs> is you don't talk about Hydra Fight Club. Yeah. All right, before, but before we talk about Hydra Fight Club, <laughs> hail we're, Hydra! We're, <laughs> we are uh, we're going to talk about our sponsor, uh, Audible. Audible.com. If you want to sign up for a free 30-day trial, you can head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com/slash/hobbies-and-happiness, and sign up for your free 30-day trial. That's right. If you like audiobooks, you can you can head on over there, sign up for a free 30-day trial. You can cancel before the 30 days is up if you want, um, but when you sign up, you get a free audiobook. That's right. You get a free audiobook from Audible's store that you get to keep forever, no matter how long you keep the subscription live. So that's right. Head over to audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness to sign up for your free 30-day trial and get a copy of a free audio book today. All right. So that out of the way, we're talking all about uh, all about my uh, Hydra deck. All about magic today. Yeah, all, all about magic again. So um, today we're talking about a mono green deck. Next week, Jim's going to talk about his mono blue deck. Yes. That's going to be fun too. But before we talk about blue... We're talking about the better color, green. <laughs> I had to get the reaction. I, I had to get the reaction. So, um, sure. all right. All right. So um, I know I've talked about the commander before, but uh, Gargos is a is the uh, the Hydra King. Um, so Gargos Vicious Watcher costs three and three green. So six mana for an eight, seven Vigilance Hydra. And uh, Gargos has a couple of lines of text that are pretty important. The mm -hmm. first being Hydra spells you cast cost four less to cast. So if you're not familiar, Hydras uh, historically um, cost X and some amount of mana to cast. Okay, So you can cast them for essentially you can make them as big or small as you want normally. Mm -hmm. Okay, And so depending upon how much mana you spend to put into the Hydra, is uh, dictates how large the hydras are going to be. So yep. Gargos gives you a free four. Okay, so you can cast hydras for uh, for four for free. Okay, so and that that it's do huge. not overlook that. that <laughs> like is huge. that is huge. Okay, a free essentially four four a, a free, toughness coming yep. in. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I mean, if you if you think about it, if you just have a a, a base. A vanilla hydra where where its mana cost is X. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um normally there's like X and a green. Okay. So so let's say let's say there's that at least one. X okay? double green. So all right, we'll we'll do X double green. X okay. Double green. So X double green. So Gargos gives you the four. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for six mana, eight mana total, okay, eight mana total, six off of Gargos, mm -hmm. then the two the two green for this other hydra. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a total of eight mana. Gargos is an eight seven, giving you a free four four. So for eight mana, you get twelve power mm-hmm. and eleven toughness. Um, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, but that's not the only thing Gargos has. Okay. So you can go the straight like Hydra Tribal route. Like that's mm-hmm. I think I think that's the easy way to go. Okay. It's the less good route. I agree. <laughs> but it's a way to it's go. A it, route. it is a route. Okay. His second line of texts, uh, actually technically it's his third, I guess, reads whenever a whenever a creature you control becomes a target of a spell, Gargos Vicious Watcher fights up to one target creature you don't control. That's the good part. That is the good part. So I have been so um, I have I have a brawl deck, a historic brawl deck mm-hmm. on arena based around Gargos. It's not as good as this deck, but mm-hmm. it's still fun to play. Okay, well, it definitely can't be as good. No, as, right, right, right. <laughs> because you're very limited on obviously, cards. Right, but but when I bring Gargos out. When I cast Gargos, people just okay? scoop. Well, they don't know. They don't. What they do is they try and kill Gargos. Oh, no. So they target him. Oh, no. And <laughs> so on the target, so the way Gargos works is as soon as you target one of my stuff, basically, mm-hmm. okay, one of Gargos and his family, okay. Uh, man, I got to think of a Vin Diesel love. <laughs> family. Family. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. <laughs> but anyway, as soon as you target, Gargos trigger goes on the stack. Mm-hmm. So as soon as that trigger goes on the stack, people blow up on Arena. <laughs> because like normally what happens is I'll wait until until they have a board presence, mm-hmm. which at six mana, mm-hmm. like you're, you're waiting a little bit yeah. and you're giving your opponents time to um, develop a board state. Okay. Mm. Soon as I get him out, they target him, and then uh, yeah, he fights, and then I will cast a cheap spell that targets, fights again. Yep. So for eight, I mean, an, at an eight seven, that's a lot. I mean, seven toughness. That's a lot of stats. It, that it is pretty big. Mm-hmm. So normally, like with with a vanilla Gargos with eight seven, normally you can get off at minimum fighting two creatures, mm-hmm. two decent sized creatures. Yeah. Um, so gar, so the way that I built this deck was a bit of both, a little bit of both. I've got a good number of hydras, mm-hmm. but I also, um, have real, I really tried to abuse that fight mechanic, hence the name Hydra Fight Club. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about the hydras. Okay. So this is not the hydras. These are the hydras. Okay. <laughs> hydras right here. So I'm going to go through, I believe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think there's 11 Hydras in the deck. So not a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is all of them. I had a couple more, but I, I cut some mm-hmm. because I just don't think like in a deck like this, you want to do something more than just have like an X green Hydra yeah. that just, that's all they do. Yeah. So these Hydra that are in the deck are very, very powerful. Like a good example of a Hydra that I cut is Feral Hydra. So okay. fer- Feral Hydra is X and a green. Okay, enters the battlefield with. I don't have this card in front of me, so bear with me. I think I think I'm gonna get this. Our editor will uh, will throw the card up on screen. <laughs> anyway, believe it's X and a green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feral Hydra comes into the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on. It's a zero zero body. Okay, mm-hmm. and then the only other thing that Feral Hydra has is you can pay two and a green to add a plus one plus one counter to Feral Hydra, and then it says mm-hmm. any player can activate this ability. So it oh. is a mana sink. Okay. I it, really like that. It is a mana sink, right? Yeah. But to, for me, I'm like, you gotta do more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, so 
it, it, a mana sink is not a bad a bit mm-hmm. thing to have though. Okay, so that's a good thing I think. But I was really, I was real, I, I was wanting more. Yeah. So that was that was a good example of a, of a hydra that I just cut. I just like it because you can kind of play politics with it. You very and being good. like, very guys, good. look, I have yeah. this Yavamaya out. You yeah. all have green. Yeah. Yeah, that's I need true. someone. Yeah. I will block his creature. I yeah. just need someone to dump it into yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so as soon as you're like, I, I like this card. Yeah, I like yeah. It. But however, um, I'm going to be having humongous Hydra mm-hmm. that I don't think the politics game, that Hydra is not yeah. really going to do much. Yeah. Um, but it is a good point, though. Mm-hmm. So the first Hydra I want to talk about is Steelbane Hydra. This is the Turtle Hydra. Yes. I love this. One of my I, favorites. I love this one. Probably so, my favorite hydra. Yeah, so so I love the art on this one mm. too. So Steelbane Hydra X and 2 green for a turtle hydra. So 0-0, zero, zero, Steelbane Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus 1 plus 1 counters on it. That's like standard what you're going to see for hydras, right? Mm-hmm. But it's got an activated ability where you can pay 2 and a green and remove a plus 1 plus 1 counter from Steelbane Hydra Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Mm-hmm. In a format like Commander, this is huge. This is definitely like I think one of the best Hydras in uh, in in the game, I think. Yeah, hands I, down. I, I, I really think so. <laughs> Artifact and enchantments yep. are huge. Especially in a format like tend Commander. To be, tend to pretty much always be ramp-oriented for mm-hmm. artifacts or protection-based. Mm-hmm. So then you blow that up, and then you're like, all right, you no longer have that protection. Yep, and so in, in a deck where, um, I mean, there is a humongous plus one, plus one counter, G- counter synergy in this entire deck, and you'll mm-hmm. see it. There are so many easy ways where I can just... I will remove those uh, counters, but then I will put those counters right back on Steelbane Hydra. Yep. So I can, in in theory, there's no number of artifacts and enchantments I won't be able to blow up yep. with Steelbane Hydra. So um, the next Hydra, one of my favorite Hydras in all of Magic, is Colonian Hydra. Colonian Hydra costs three and two green. Does it, though? Does it, though? No, it doesn't. When you, when you think, okay, <laughs> when you think that I can cast a lot of these Hydras for one or two mana... Like it, it's mind blowing. It's so nuts. <laughs> so, so this is an example of a Hydra that I can cast for two mana and get a mm-hmm. four, four body. Mm-hmm. So Colonian Hydra, three and two green for a zero, zero Hydra with trample. So trample is huge. Okay. And there's other ways that I need to, I need to give my creatures trample because it, there's, it doesn't do me any good if I have a 2020 yep. and I can't get through to my opponents. Yep. Okay. So. A zero zero trample, Colonian Hydra enters the battlefield with four plus one plus one counters on it. Whenever Colonian Hydra attacks, double the number of plus one plus one counters on each creature you control. Each creature. I don't think there's anything more I need to say about that card. <laughs> I, I don't think there's really anything. Turn all your big stuff. Even bigger. bigger. I mean, is it is it a win more card? It absolutely is. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely but is. But it's not just that. Like, we go back and talk about the, the, the Steelbane. Yeah, exactly. Well, if there was ever that time where you're like, okay, I just need to get a couple more counters on it, this just gets you those couple mm-hmm. counters. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, good combo. This, this deck can really win the game con- almost out of nowhere mm-hmm. when you're just making stuff huge. Very, very fast. Yeah, green and, does that. Uh, exactly. And this is an, another example of a Hydra that does it, pr- Primordial Hydra. X and two green for a hyd- for a zero, zero Hydra. Primordial Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus one, plus one counters on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, double the number of plus one, plus one counters on Primordial Hydra. 
another another count doubling counter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Primordial Hydra has trample as long as it has ten or more plus one plus one counters on. That's it. That's difficult. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but but again, trample. Uh, you know, like I've said, and is very important in a deck like this. Okay. Um, the next Hydra is a. This is a Hydra that I almost cut, but is too good to not include. It's Olvenvald hmm. Hydra. Okay. Six mana, four and two green, okay, or two two green, for a star star Hydra with reach, okay? Um, Olvenvald Hydra's power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control, okay? Hmm. Now, when Olvenvald Hydra enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a land card, put it onto the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. So a, a land tutor on a Hydra. Okay. Very good. Oh, it's just any land. It's any land. Oh, okay. It's yeah. any land. So there's yeah, a couple. <laughs> there's a couple of lands I'd probably want to get in the deck. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Yeah. <laughs> so the next Hydra is is Hungering Hydra. X and a green zero zero Hydra with Hungering Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. Hungering Hydra can't be blocked by more than one creature. Whenever Hungering Hydra is dealt damage put that many plus one plus one counters on it. Mm-hmm. So again, it's another Hydra that can get bigger with time, <laughs> which is a theme, obviously. Okay. Lifeblood Hydra, X and three green. Trample, zero, zero Hydra. Enters the battle with X plus one plus one counters on it. When Lifeblood Hydra dies, you gain life and draw cards equal to its power. Mm-hmm. Lifeblood Hydra was a was was one that I was thinking about cutting, but again, the card draw yeah, is is, so. is is very big. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I mean, this is one where you could gain twenty life and draw twenty cards without much work, to be honest. <laughs> um, all right, the next Hydra is uh, a very dangerous Hydra, Hydra Omnivore. An 8-8 Hydra. Whenever Hydra Omnivore deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to each other opponent. This I like that card, one. yep, this card can win the game out of nowhere. Yeah. You get you get a lot of card, you get a lot of counters on this. Get them huge and get them huge em. and then just hit somebody. <laughs> yeah. You will be, I mean, you're gonna be a target. I mean, it's, you get a 10-10, you're a target, you know? Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised. That's why I play a 2 twos, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, this is a new This is a new Hydra and one that I, I like, okay? Because mm-hmm. this, is, this is Ramp. This is Hydra Ramp. This is Rampant Rejuvenator. Three mm-hmm. and a green. Rampant Rejuvenator enters the battlefield with, X, with two plus one plus one counters on it, okay? So it starts with two. Could have more. Mm-hmm. But this next one is very nice. Um, when Rampant Rejuvenator dies, search your library for up to X basic land cards where X is Rampant Rejuvenator's power, then put them onto the battlefield. Uh, put them on the battlefield, then sh- shuffle. Oh, wait a minute. It's not tapped. Oh, that's, that's not tapped. Better. That's not tapped, guys. It's an even more good card. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I just realized that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I just picked that card up not that long ago. It's pretty cheap. It's a pretty cheap card, um, but I'm like, this is a perfect home for mm-hmm. that for that card. Um, all right, so the next one is uh, the the only thing I got to worry about that card that Hydra isn't dying. Okay, mm-hmm. which there are ways to to sacrifice it in the deck. Not very many. Um, I'm more worried about keeping my stuff alive than dead. Okay. There's like one card that'll help me, help me 
kill the Hydras in the deck, and we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Um, all right, Voracious Hydra, X and two green for a zero one Hydra with Trample. Voracious Hydra enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. When Voracious Hydra enters the battlefield, choose one. Double the number of plus one plus one counters on Voracious Hydra, or Voracious Hydra fights target creature you don't control. So we're all, so this is a Hydra that fights on ETB, or you can make it even bigger. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, again, if you think about Gargus is on board. Okay. Two green. You get a four five body that you could turn into an eight ten, or you can have the four five fight. Can I see him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he comes in with. Oh, you, you double the. All right, so you, it becomes an eight nine. Yes. Eight, Did I say eight ten? Yeah, because it's doubling the counters that are on him. Oh, correct. Which puts him to eight nine. Correct. Correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. My mistake. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's either double the counters or it fights. <laughs> next card. <laughs> yeah. the, the next Hydra is a Protein Hydra. X and a green. Zero, zero Hydra. Protein Hydra enters the battle with X plus one plus one counters on it. If damage would be dealt to Protein Hydra, prevent that damage and remove mm. that many plus one plus one counters like from one. it. Whenever a plus one plus one counter is removed from Protein Hydra, put two plus one plus one counters on it at the beginning of the end step. Yeah. So you remove the counter and then you double the counters basically. Yeah. Uh, not quite, but close to it. Yeah. Still good. Still good. And then the last Hydra... Mana Gorger Hydra. Two and a green for a 1-1 one, one Hydra know, with know Trample. It by name. Whenever a player casts a spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Mana Ooh, Gorger Hydra. this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this Hydra can get out of hand real fast. Yeah. Especially in a four-player uh, match. Oh, yeah. It's just Ooh, cast yeah. a spell. Cast a spell. Wow. It's as soon as you cast a spell. Wow, okay. That's all it is, and that is uh, pretty good. All right, so, Jim, of those Hydra... If you had to pick a favorite, excluding Gargos, which one would you pick? I am a huge fan of Steelbane, yep. right? Yep. But Steel as Bane's we were good. going through them, and I remembered this card specifically by name. I just didn't remember what, what it, it did. did. Okay, yeah. Mana Gorger is, there have yep. been so many times where I, I know this card's out on the field, mm -hmm. but I just like keep casting stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, whatever, I could just kill it later. <laughs> 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 and then sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, someone just got beat in the face for mm -hmm. 20 damage and just gets ridiculously big. Yep. So I love when I'm teamed up with the person who has yeah. this card, and yeah. I'm just like <laughs> slinging spells all over the place. Which was like last year at Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we were playing a lot of Commander. Yeah, so I would say Mana Gorger or Steelbane. Yeah. Like Steelbane yeah. is just so I good, love that card man. so much. When, when, when that card came out in... Um, it was the commander. No, yeah, it was not. No, not the commander decks. Mm -hmm. But it was around Eldraine. It wasn't the commander decks. It was the brawl decks. Oh, brawl. That's when it came out. Wow. Because that was in the uh, Bant commander. Oh, um, Chulain. What was it? Chulain. Chulain. That's what yeah. it was. I believe that's that's the deck. Dude, that's that Chulain's Chulain. good too. I want to build a Chulain. I want to build a Chulain deck yeah. so bad. And so was the Esper uh, lady. Uh, I forget her name. The fairy one. Whenever you cast like artifact oh, enchantment, yeah. like make a make a one one fairy or something like that. Mm -hmm. All of those were were really yeah. good. Yeah, those decks are really good. So when I saw Steelbane, I'm like, oh man, that's gonna go perfect mm -hmm. in Gargos, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it it's good. It's really really good. So yeah, I'm. So I think to be honest. 
my favorite, I think, is Colonian Hydra. I just I I love the art on that card. Is that the HP and draw card one? Mm -mm. Which one's Colonian? No, that's that's uh when when it attacks double the plus one plus oh, one counters on one. every yeah. creature you control. Yeah. Very much a win more, but I love the art. I love the artwork yeah. on that card so <laughs> much. Um, so that's got to be one of my favorite Hydras. Mm. There's still other, there's there's a plenty of other Hydras that you can throw in this deck, but uh, those are the ones that I opted for. So um, with that, that's all the Hydras we want to talk about. Um, we're going to talk all about the ramp category real quick. Um, so the I think we talk about the fight cards. You want to talk? So I want to talk about the ramp cards just to get okay. them kind of out of the way. Okay. okay. I want to talk about. I want to save all the other cards for last. Okay. Um, so ramp. Um, the art the artifact ramp is pretty standard okay you've got soul ring arcane signet i have mind stone commander sphere mm -hmm. so those four cards are pretty standard okay <laughs> in um commander sphere i i have the i have a secret layer commander sphere. i was gonna say you know who that is right uh it's from it's from the uh D &D, uh show yeah it's the dungeon master yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah, I love the artwork on From that the card. Old school, old school D and D. <laughs> is it a TV show, uh, series, or movie? Yeah, I forget exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Commander Sphere. So those four, pretty standard. Mm. Um, probably one of the best artifact, uh, the ramp ramp cards in the deck is Emerald Medallion. Mm -hmm. Emerald Medallion is a two cost artifact. It says green spells you cast cost one less to cast. Yeah. So um, a reduction in cost for literally every single card in the deck. Yeah. So Emerald Medallion is 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 a rock star in a mono green deck. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then probably one of the best artifacts in all of Commander is uh, the Great Henge. Great Henge is seven and two green. Okay. If you don't know what it does, it's a legendary artifact where it says this spell costs X less to cast, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. So very often than that, I the only time I'm we're pretty much ever gonna cast this is for two green. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um and, and then also has you can tap it, add two green mana, and you gain two life. And then has whenever a non-token creature you can uh, whenever a non-token creature you control enters the battlefield. Or under the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on it and draw a card. That draw card's huge. So there's two things it's doing. Uh, well, three. I mean, it's giving me mana, um, putting counters on my stuff. Okay, mm -hmm. which this deck is all about plus one plus one counters and drawing a card. Mm -hmm. So very very huge. Um, all right, and then the rest of the ramp we have Tangled Florahedron, a, the modal uh, modal dual phase. Is that what they're called? MDFCs? Yeah, something like that. Um, it's a land, and then on the other side, it's a mana dork. So it's really great. Uh, Lanawar Elves. And then I have in here Findhorn Elves. I am thinking about swapping out Findhorn Elves for Arbor Elf. It's another uh, mana dork, but it, but instead of tapping for green mana, I can tap it and then untap target force. Because mm. I'm pretty sure that's Arbor Elf. I, I think it's Arbor Elf. If not, yeah. my editor will correct me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but in a deck where I can basically have all my lands be forests, I kind of thought Arborelf would would be nice. Um, and then the other spells, uh, let's talk about the sorceries. Now these are all pretty standard as well. Three visits, uh, again pretty standard in any green any green commander deck. One in a green sorcery. Search your library for a forest. Put that card on the battlefield. Then shuffle. So not tapped. Mm -hmm. So it's rampant growth, but better. Um, speaking of rampant growth, we do have rampant growth, uh, one in a green sorcery, uh, search your library for a basic land card, put on the battlefield tap, then shuffle. 
And then we have migration path. Migration path is huge. It's a better explosive vegetation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so three and a green, you can search your search library for two basics, put them on a battlefield tapped, then shuffle, but also has cycling on it. So cycling for two, which is really nice. So if I draw at the end of the game where I've got a ton of lands on the battlefield, I can just cycle it instead. Yeah. Um, then we have Skyshod Claim, another four mana ramp, search for two forests, put them on the battlefield, not tapped, which is great. And then cultivate tuna green. Good card. Great card. Search your library for two basic lands, one battlefield tapped, one into your hand. And then the I've got two creatures that are ramp. A Kadoma of the West Tree. Perfect card for this deck. Okay, so two and a green for a legendary creature spirit. Three, three with reach. Modified creatures you control have trample. That's huge mm -hmm. in a deck like this. So modified creatures, if you have a plus one, plus one counter, uh, if the creature has a, an equipment and also artifact, um, I'm sorry, auras, mm -hmm. enchantment auras. That is what makes a creature modified. Okay, so basically all of my creatures have trample in a deck like this. Okay, and then it has whenever a modified creature you control deals combat damage to a player, search your library for a basic land card, put it on a battlefield, tapped, then shuffle. So um, ramp on a creature is perfect. Does that also count mutate? I don't no, remember it does that. not. Why count doesn't mutate. that count mutate? That is not a modified creature. Yes, because, it is. Because when so so I think the reasoning is when you mutate, it's a new creature. It's except that it has like an enchantment from the previous. No, but creature. it's not, no, it's the same creature. It's one creature. Yeah, I know it's one creature. <laughs> it is one creature. You just add the ability of the previous creature. Right, right. So it's considered <laughs> one creature. I know when I, I I did that on Arena, I had Gem Razor. Yeah, Gem Razor. I mutated something. I I think I the mutated. I mutated a a Lanor elf. Oh. Okay. Uh, because it, a Llanowar Elf is an elf. It's not a human. Yeah. So it's a non-human. Yeah. Okay, so you could do that. So I mutated a Llanowar Elf with Gem Razor, blew up an artifact. Yeah. And then I had Kodama out. I attacked. And I'm like, I know this isn't going to work, but I really hope it does. <laughs> and it, it should. And it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the fact it doesn't, I think, is a little ridiculous. I but think whatever. It, yeah, I think it's ridiculous, too, but whatever. Whatever. Um, and then the last one is Selvala, Heart of the Wilds. Perfect card to have in this deck. So Silvala, one and two green uh, for a two, three legendary creature elf scout. This is the better Silvala in my opinion, <laughs> which I would say that. <laughs> As whenever another creature enters the battlefield, its controller may draw a card if its power is greater than each other creature's power. To be honest, nobody else at the table is going to be drawing off of Silvala when I'm playing this deck. I, I don't think it is. Okay, and then Silvala also, as you can pay green and tap Silvala, add X mana in any combination of colors where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Mm -hmm. So Silvala is card draw, but also um, ramp. So that's why I put Silvala in the ramp category, mm -hmm. because, again, uh, let's assume Gargos is out. Vanilla, 8-7, pay a green, tap Silvala, add 8 green mana. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so... Um, so if you if you had to pick a card from here, Jim, who would oh, you? I I, let me I know see these I know terrible. <laughs> let me see these garbage cards. Dan. <laughs> He's like, we, what we all, ramp cards do you like? <laughs> yeah. I'm like none, Dan. I don't like none. 
Great Dungeon's broken. It is. <laughs> oh, this one's so good. Is. Emerald Medallion is so good. <laughs> I mean, when can you ever go wrong with that? With one, Soul right? Ring, yeah, yeah. Uh, aside from those ones, you know, just like the Givens. Yeah, I think I think Emerald Medallion is the best. <sighs> It's tied between Emerald Medallion and, and Great Henge. <laughs> I'm like, you got to give it to this one. Like, it's the fact that, or this one's so good early on, it is. you know, because like this so really does you nothing early game. Yeah, right. Um, and right. when Emerald Medallion is just always good. Yeah, and Magic and it's in card games in general, it tends to be better to be faster, mm-hmm. right? So Emerald Medallion just is mm-hmm. better. Yeah. It's just great. Henge is so yeah, great. So great. It's so is. <laughs> There's a reason that's a $50 card. Yeah. Uh, Emerald medallion. Emerald medallion is, um, is such a good card in this deck. One of my favorites. And honestly, Solvala is probably one of my favorite magic cards. You know, Dan, at the end of this, if you're like, see guys, Jim really likes green cards. I'm like, no, Dan, I just had to pick one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I want to talk about card draw. I'll put this one over there. Yeah. So we'll talk about card draw next, um, which again, really hard to do in a green deck, right? Um, no, not really. I, I know. I was being very <laughs> facetious. Um, so the, the first one is just one, just a great card, Sylvan Library. Sylvan Library is an enchantment for one in a green. I'm picking that one for my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the beginning of your draw step, you may draw two additional cards. If you do, choose two cards in your hand drawn this turn. For each of those cards, pay for life or put the card on top of your library. So, um, eat yeah, the eight life, eat, the eight. eat it, just to eat it. <laughs> I mean, especially in a deck where I can gain that life back pretty easily. Yeah. Um, assuming I, I shouldn't say pretty easily, but there's ways to do it. Mm. Okay. Um, having Sylvan library turn two is just so, so, <laughs> so, so good. good. So good. Um, so let's see what, what else do we have? Um, so the next card is Garrick's uprising, a enchantment. For two and a green, when Garrick's Uprising enters the battlefield, if you control a creature with power four or greater, draw a card. Creatures you control have trample. So there's a card called Primal Rage. It's an enchantment for one and a green. And all it says is creatures you control have trample. I almost put it in the deck. But I'm like, when I saw Garrick's Uprising, I'm like, this is just way better. For Mm -hmm. one more mana, I already give. This is power creep. Yeah. (laughs) 50% more mana. Yep. Better card. Much better card. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm still, and I'm not done, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. <laughs> yes, better. And still so, better. So Garrick's Uprising, if Gar- if uh, Gargos is on the field, draw a card. Yep. And then when you cast a big thing, draw another card. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Really good. Um, next one Drum Hunter. So this is a, a a really great card that I found relatively recently. Mm-hmm. It is a 2-2 human druid warrior creature for three and a green, so four mana. At the end of your turn, if you control a creature with power five or greater, you may draw a card. And you can tap it to add a colorless to your mana pool. So it's a four mana mana dork mm-hmm. with at the on um at your end step if you control a creature with Power five or greater, you get to draw a card. Yeah. So really hard to get there in this deck, right? <laughs> but the ability to draw a card at the end step, it's like it's like having Monarch almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really, really good. So I, I'm a big fan of Drum Hunter in, in this deck. The downside is it's four mana. Um, but 
it's also mm. only four mana. Yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult to get to four mana in green. Yeah. But like in this deck, like getting to four is kind of my goal yeah. almost. Is yeah. like once I get to four, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm pretty solid. Mm -hmm. It's getting to four as quickly as I can. Once yeah. I get there, then I'm like, all right, I, I'm gonna be in a pretty, pretty good state, um, state for the, for the, for this game. Yeah. Okay. Um all right, the next card I want to talk about is Greater Good. It's another enchantment for four, four mana, two and two green. Sack a creature, draw cards equal to sacrifice creature's power, then discard three cards. I mean, I don't really care if I'm discarding three cards when I'm drawing eight cards. Yeah. So Sack Gargos, this is what I was talking about, about uh, Lifeblood Hydra, mm -hmm. okay? And then also Rampant Rejuvenator, okay? This is the this is the one Sack outlet that I have in the, in, in the deck. So um, not super worried about it, but it is nice to have a Sack outlet like this where... I'm drawing a lot of cards. Yeah. Uh, so greater good is very, very, very good in a deck like this. Um, all right. Inspiring Call. This is a great card in the deck. So it's an instant for two and a green. Draw a card for each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Those creatures gain indestructible until end of turn. So there's, I have another pile here Should called like protection. <clears throat> okay. Um, but we, I decided to put this one in, um, in card draw. Um, because it's going to be drawing a lot of cards yep. off of Inspiring Call. So so Inspiring Call is great. Um, another one is, another instant is Hunter's Insight. Two and a green, another three mana. Choose target creature you control. Target, target. Important. See, target, important. Gargos, <laughs> I can fight off of it. So if I choose Gargos, now Grant, you can do this immediately before damage. Mm -hmm. So bl after blocks are declared, cast Hunter's Insight, Target something, Gargos fights, and then whenever, so choose target creature you control. Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker this turn, draw that many cards. Mm. So you can draw a lot of cards off of Hunter's Insight. So this is this is a three mana draw eight. I mean, can you imagine that? Like three mana draw eight. Like that's a good that's a that great rate. <laughs> that's insane. Um, all right, another one, another instant is Verdant Birth. Um, I, I really wanted to have this card in the deck because I think this is another enabler where mm -hmm. I'm fighting, okay? So it's an instant. Until end of turn, target creature gains when at, when this creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. And then it has draw a card. So I'm ah, drawing off, I'm drawing oh, so off of the card, but also I will fight. Mm -hmm. Now, assuming... Because when you cast... So you got to think about this. When you're casting these instants, okay? You cast a spell, target. Fight trigger goes on the stack, Okay, so you have the card, and then you have the fight trigger. Mm -hmm. Okay, the fight trigger needs to go off first. So Gargos, assuming you cast this on Gargos, yeah. okay, Gargos needs to live after the fight for the Verdant Rebirth to go off. Yep. Okay, so the draw card will still go, but if Gargos is dead, then Verdant Rebirth doesn't see him, so then that um, he will not go back to your hand. Yeah. So this is like a good, this is good, um, an enabler, but also good for protection as well. So if somebody's already targeting Gargos, you know he's going to die. Yeah. You can cast Verdant Rebirth, draw, but then get Gargos back to your hand instead of having you go to the command zone. Yeah. Okay. So Verdant Rebirth is a great card in this deck. Okay. Um, the last two for card draw are probably the two best card draw cards in the deck. I think the first is Season of Growth. Season of Growth is a two-mana enchantment from M20, so it costs one and a green. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, scry one. So that's pretty good. Not bad. Okay. okay. Better. The better part is this. Whenever you cast a spell that targets a creature you control, draw a card. <laughs> Whenever I cast anything that targets my stuff, I draw off of it. 
so good. Yeah, I'm like, how is that card going to be better than Sylvan Library? And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So Season of Growth is really, really good in a deck like this. Sylvan <laughs> Library is a, is a much better card, but in a deck like this, Season of Growth it can be really good. That can yeah. go out of hand. That can get out of hand real quick. Yeah, that one's really good. And then the last one, I love this card so much. I remember when this when this was announced for call time. Um, in our, I'm pretty sure we talked about this in the uh, in our group chat, Probably. Or in uh, in the server for a Discord server. Toski Bearer of Secrets, mm. a one one, a one one for four mana, three mm-hmm. and a green. This spell can't be countered. Indestructible, mm-hmm. which in a deck like this is huge. Mm-hmm. Toski Bear of Secrets attacks each combat if able. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So that's great. Like having whenever a creature control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But having a one-one indestructible body on a deck in a deck where I can just give a lot of counters and make him bigger and bigger and bigger. And give it trample. It gets better, yeah. It's so, so good. <laughs> so good. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really wanted Toski in this deck. I'm mm-hmm. like, the because having, making myself have indestructible, I mean, mm-hmm. making yourself have indestructible is already an amazing effect, yeah. especially in Commander. Okay. But a deck like this, having something that's indestructible when I'm fighting a lot of stuff is, is huge. It's yeah. huge. Um, yeah. So do you see anything that you like better than Sylvan Library? Is the uh, this one is really good in this deck. Season but I think if I'm going to just go for card in general, uh, this Garuk's Uprising is mm, another amazing one. So good. But I just have to give oh, it to Sylvan, Sylvan Library. Library. It's so good. It's such a good card. Pay the life, draw those two cards, especially if they're bad. Like if they're bad, I think you definitely pay the two life. Or the, for, the four life. for the four life each card, whatever one it is. Mm-hmm. So that way you just get them out of the way so you can start drawing better cards. Because otherwise it's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to put those back on top and then, oh, let me take these three cards and then I just want the new card and then you put those other two back there. It's like just spend the eight life, mm-hmm. get the bad ones <laughs> out of there, yeah. discard them at end of turn if you need yeah. to so you yeah. can start seeing better cards. Yeah. Yeah, Sylvan Library is such, such an, an amazing mm. card. All right, um, let's touch on the lands, okay? I want to talk about the lands real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. Um, so we I'll have... I'll talk about this one. Yeah. I, I had to make sure all the basic lands matched, okay? So those are all the basic lands. We should get lands. you white border lands. Get white border lands. <laughs> white border basics? Yeah. People love it. Yeah. And hate it. Yeah. All right, so one of the the first ones that we're gonna I want to talk about Yavamaya Cradle of Growth. Yay! A legendary land. Each land is a forest in addition to its other land types. So, what do you think about Yavamaya? I love the card in Modern. In Modern. Yeah, just because I play it in uh, in Tron. Oh which, yeah. Which some okay. people don't. Yeah. I personally like it. Yeah. Just so yeah. then that way you don't have to have out as many forests out on the uh, yeah. for basics and yeah. then you're just like oh i can now just tap any of these lands yeah. for yeah. for yeah. forest if i need yeah it. so so you have my cradle of growth is great in a green commander deck especially mm-hmm. when there are other cards that look at them or force you control which yeah. in this deck i only have one card like that okay and sometimes a card will only tap for colorless mm-hmm. and then you turn it into a forest and then you start tapping correct for color. correct so so that's i mean yavamai is just a great card especially mm-hmm. in like any commander deck to be yeah. honest so making all of my lands being what, what if they just 
tap for colorless to be able to tap for green is great. Do you ever think they're going to finish that cycle? Yeah, they have to. Do you think so? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because when did uh, Urborg come out? Is long time ago. Yeah, Urborg was a long time ago. I don't even know when. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a while. I don't I would think they'll love... ever do islands. What? That would be like <laughs> that would just oh that'd be dude, so good. Dude, I want to see them make one for red so I could play chain lightning and everyone just starts <laughs> tapping two to copy the card. And I'm like, we're all doing it. <laughs> they have to complete that cycle though. I would love they, it. They 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 would have to. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, my is great. Balagate recovery. Um it's it's it it's a modal. MDFC, so back half is a land. This is a sorcery, two and a green. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. So it's eternal witness on a land. Yeah. Basically. He just wanted to put it in land because he didn't have another spot. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karn's Bastion, great card. Tap it for a colorless, but also pay four, tap it to proliferate. Ooh. Proliferate in a deck that all about plus one, plus one counters is huge. And if you're not, yeah. if you're not familiar, proliferating... Choose any number of permanents and or players. Then give each an each another counter of each kind they already have there. Works huh. on uh, poison counters, too. I was going to say, I'm like, do you have any way to infect? In this there deck? is there is an infect Hydra, Phyrexian Hydra. Yeah. I did not include it in oh, the deck. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not Mr. Infect. <laughs> <laughs> but you certainly could go that route. Um, Bonders Enclave. Great land. I like this land, especially in a deck where um, I have a lot of big creatures. Tap it for colorless. Also, pay three, tap to draw a card. Activate this ability only if you control a creature with power four or greater. That's really hard to do in this deck. Okay. Uh, one of the best lands printed um, in all time, Besager Who Endures. Oh, my goodness. Legendary land. Tap it for a green. You can channel it if you don't know what it does. This I want this card to be banned so badly in modern. <laughs> channel, pay one and a green. Discard Besager Who Endures. Destroy target artifact, enchantment, or non-basic land an opponent controls. That player may search their library for a land card with a basic land type, put on the battlefield, then shuffle. This ability costs one less to activate for each legendary creature you control. Mm. So if you have Gargos, that can pay just a green to channel Besager. Yeah. And then get Besager you back oh dude besage such a great card yeah oh my goodness it's it's stupid besage who endures is pretty much gonna go in any I green don't even commander know why deck. they made this card man. <laughs> like it is hands down the best land even, from all of even from if all they, of them yeah yeah hands down uh, hands even down. if they made it to where it's just destroy artifact or enchantment like the card would still see a lot of play oh, oh, absolutely but then they're also like oh it also destroys land yep yep have fun yep yeah. All right. And then we've got Reliquary Tower. You have no max Ooh, hand size. Great one. Orin Reef the Vastowit. This is a good card. Yeah. Okay. Um, Orin Reef the Vastowit enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it for a green. Also, you can tap it to put a plus one plus one counter on each green creature that enters the battlefield this turn. Ooh. Not under your control either. Mm -hmm. So you could do it for uh, your opponents as well if you wanted. All right. One of the best lands in the entire deck. No, I'm just kidding. This is Layer of the Hydra. I only did it for the flavor because yeah. it's a Hydra deck. Okay, it says uh, I've got the dungeon module one. Such a great one. Yeah, the D&D. The D&D version. <laughs> if you control two or more other lands, Lair of the Hydra enters battlefield tapped. You can tap it for a green. You can pay X and a green. Until end of turn, Lair of the Hydra becomes an XX green Hydra creature. It's still land. X can't be zero. I would love if that still worked with uh, Gargos. 
which it doesn't. Oh yeah, it, there was it's a way you could do that. Ability, yeah. Even though yeah. it turns into a hydra, you can yeah. be like, oh, it's a hydra, but yeah. it's you're not casting. Yeah. You're just activating yeah. an ability. All right, the next one is Mosswort Bridge Hideaway. Um, this land nears the battlefield tapped when it does look at the top four cards. So it's Hideaway four. Look at top four cards of your library, exile one of them face down, then put the rest on the bottom of your library. You can tap it for green, but then you can pay green and tap it. You may play the exiled card without paying its mana cost if creatures you control have total power 10 or greater, because mm-hmm. that's hard to do. <laughs> so I could potentially cast a, real, a big thing for You're free. like two mana dorks and gargos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the next one, one of the best lands in the deck is Nykthos, Shrine to Nyx. Yeah. So yeah. Nykthos uh, is a legendary land. You can tap it to add a colorless, or you can pay two and tap it. Choose a color, add to your mana pool an amount of mana of that color equal to your devotion to that color. So in a mono-color deck, Nykthos is just like such a great card. Land. Absolutely. Um, Blighted Woodland, this is a ramp. Uh, you can tap it for colorless, pay three green and tap, sack it. You can search library for two basic land cards, put it on battlefield, battlefield tapped. Mm-hmm. Castle Garenbrig, and a creature deck is great. Mm-hmm. Um, enters the battlefield tapped unless you control a four, so you can tap for green, or you can pay four, two and two green, tap it to add six green mana to your mana pool, but you can only cast use that for creatures, mm-hmm. only for creature spells. Okay. Um, so pretty good. Um, this... This is like a pet card of mine. This is called Tyrite Sanctum. Okay. Uh, from call time, you can tap it, add a colorless. You can pay two and tap it. Target legendary creature becomes a god. In addition to its other types, put a plus one, plus one counter Ooh. on it. Pay f- Now you can pay four and tap it. Sacrifice Tyrite Sanctum. Put an, instructable, put an indestructible counter Ooh. on target god. Yeah, so you can good. turn a legendary creature into a god and then give it indestructible. Or if you're playing with any of the gods, mm-hmm. um, you can make them indestructible, yep. um, which, is, which is pretty good, which um, the gods having indestructible is kind of a thing that they have, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and then definitely one of the best lands printed in the past um, 30 years is Urza Saga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Urza Saga is an enchantment land. Uh, this card is like going in like all of my decks. Yeah. Such a good card. It's an enchantment saga. Chapter one, uh, Urza Saga gains add tap add colorless. Uh, chapter two gains two, pay two, tap it, create a zero zero colorless construct artifact creature token with this creature gets plus one plus one for each artifact you control. And then chapter three, search your library for an artifact with mana cost zero or one, put them on a battlefield, then shuffle. Uh, Soul Ring, oh yeah. Got Soul Ring is a, is a big one, but then. Uh, the uh, two of the best artifacts in, so the, in the deck, that which we will get into. <laughs> which let's talk about the next. Uh, now, uh, do, you, do you have a favorite land? I oh, mean, I know um, the lands are kind of other. all right. The Urza Saga one is yep. just stupidly great, yeah, stupidly good, and uh, you know, obviously our our boy Besaju, which yep. I hate so much. Yeah, but I just know <laughs> it's too good, good. And then you know, Nekthos is just so good in yep. the color yep. deck. Yep. All right. Okay. So this is the protection pile. So we're going to talk about the protection cards, and then which one is this? Uh, f- oh, this is the Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So, so, all right. So we're, we'll talk about protection first. Okay. So we've got I've got a good stack here for protection. Okay. In a deck where you're having humongous things mm-hmm. and you are becoming a target, you need ways to protect. Okay. And especially with yeah. Gargos. Um, there's multiple ways of protection. 
that are akin to fighting. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about two artifacts. The first one being a pretty common one, Dark Seal Plate. Dark Seal Plate, plate three cost artifact equipment. It has indestructible. You can equip for two. And then it says an equipped creature has indestructible. Mm. So it itself is indestructible, giving another creature you control indestructible as well. Great. Um, okay, one of the best equipment, in, especially in a monocolor commander deck, commander's plate. A one-cost equipment where it says, excuse me, equipped creature gets plus three, plus three, and has protection from each color that's not in your commander's color identity. I really don't know if there's anything better for a monocolored deck. I know. I, it's so good, which is yeah. basically... Protection from four colors. Okay. <laughs> like, if you're not... And, and I'm in green. But, like, and the thing is, especially in mono green... Yeah. Nobody else, there's not going to be like many other people playing mono green. And then even if they are, I'm going to just they, play they this in colorless. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have stuff that's going to like be able to destroy or yeah. target your stuff, really. Yeah. yeah. Which there is stuff in green, which, you know, we'll get to like fighting. Mm. But other than that, like, okay, fight me. But if, but if commanders played, but if commanders plays attached to Gargos, Gargos is an, is an 11 10. <laughs> yeah, it's a big boy. It's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, so commanders play. You can pay three to equip it to your commander, mm -hmm. or you pay five to equip it to any other creature. Yeah. So that five equip cost is big, but three is not that not that bad. But still, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Um, all right, so these other protection cards are all instants. So these are all instants. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got eight instants that are in the protection category. Yeah. Um, the first one is withstand death. It's one green where it has target creature is indestructible this turn. Mm -hmm. Two things. Targets give something indestructible. So already that, that's big. The targeting matters. Tar yep, targeting matters. Fighting stuff. The the biggest thing, and and I'll, I'll I've said it already a few times, but you got to remember triggers, yep, and how your triggers are going to stack. So when something goes on the stack, you just got to keep track of where you are on the stack. Somebody yep. trig targets your stuff. Okay, Gargos fight triggers on the stack. Yep. If you respond to that by giving your stuff of uh, indestructible hexproof, whatever the case, that goes on top, and then you have another trigger. A fight trigger that goes on top. Yeah. So the, the stack can get out of control pretty quick. Yeah. So it's keeping track of I that. I love it. It's so good. It's so great. <laughs> it's I love so it too. Good. So the next one, this is great. Vines of Vastwood. One green. It has kicker green. You may pay any, you may pay an additional green as you cast a spell. It says target creatures can't, target creature can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponents control this turn. So it gives your stuff hexproof. Mm -hmm. If Vines of Vastwood was kicked, that creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. So cheap one mana, you could put two in two into it to give it plus four, plus four, mm -hmm. but still great. Um, this next card, so good, printed in Kamigawa, Tamiyo Safekeeping. One green mana, instant target permanent, you control become. Target permanent you control gains hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. You gain two life. So mm. target permanent. It's yeah. not just creature. It's target permanent. So giving it indestructible and hexproof and gaining two life. Gaining two life isn't that isn't that something to write home matter. about. But target permanent is really good. Yeah. 
Now, again, thing to remember is Gargos looks at target of creatures. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind as well. Um, Snakeskin Veil, one green instant, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature control. It gains hexproof until end of turn. Mm -hmm. Sheltering Word, one and a green, so two mana. Target creature control gains hexproof until end of turn. You gain life equal to that creature's toughness. Ooh. You could gain a lot of life off of this card. Yeah. Um, but again, the biggest thing is giving your stuff hexproof. Mm -hmm. So again, protecting it. Blossoming Defense, one green mana. Target creature you control gets From plus Kaladesh. two, plus two, and gains hexproof until end of turn. Or Aether Revolt. Whatever. Yeah, Aether Revolt. Aether yeah. Revolt, yep. Um, but again, giving your stuff hexproof. Yeah, I remember um, that card. Another one is uh, like Ranger's Guile. Just give your stuff plus one, mm -hmm. plus one, and gains hexproof, I think. Mm -hmm. But those cheap... Cheap enablers to fight, but also protect your stuff. This bad boy was played in Team or Energy. Yeah, uh, that's a great card. Blossoming. Oh yeah, this is Kaladesh. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, next one is Heroic Intervention. I think you know what this card does. One in a green instant, permanent to control, gain hexproof and indestructible until end of one turn. One of the best cards in the whole game. Absolutely. Um, okay, this this last card is such a great card. N newly printed in the new Capenna Commander decks. Okay. This is Silk Guard. X and a green. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to X target creatures you control. Auras, equipment, and modified creatures you control gain hexproof until end of turn. I was So I was playing this deck in a 1v1 just to get it out and kind of play it. Um, I had three creatures, so I mm -hmm. paid four mana. X equals three. I'm, I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm targeting three things. Holy cow, I just Triple got three. <laughs> I'm like, I just target three things that Scargus fights three times. Holy cow. I did not realize that was how that card worked. I thought it was like you get X plus one plus one counters on one yeah. target creature. Yeah. Nope, it's not. It's not how it works. That is such a, such a yeah, it's, great it's card. Any any time you have like target with X and you're then able to play Gargos ridiculously good <laughs> so good right <laughs> so good so good all right um heroic interventions yes card? <laughs> heroic interventions is so good I'm like what is the better protection card than this like it's so good permanence permanence yeah permanence for two mana that's the thing permanence colorless and green yep instant permanence you control gain hexproof and indestructible yeah, until card. the end of turn such a good card. The only thing that gets around it is like sack, which obviously, mm -hmm. and then exile, which yeah. it has to be mass exile at that point. Yep. Yep. All right. So this one. All right. Yep, so we've got that ones. one, that one, and this These one. Three, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about this card right now. Seedborn Muse. I didn't know. I don't know where to put this card. This is just <laughs> such a good card. If you uh, don't know what's it's ramp. Yeah. <laughs> Seedborn Muse, three and two green for a two, four creature spirit. Untap all permanent you control during each other player's untap step. I mean, that's that's a it's a screen staple is basically yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, it's so, so good. Um, OK, so I think I think we talk about the fight club t cards. Yes. first. Okay. Let's just take that card out. <laughs> Which one? Shadow Spear? Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about Shadow Spear first. It doesn't make sense. So Shadow Spear is a great card, yeah. okay? Especially in a deck like this. So Shadow Spear is a one mana legendary artifact equipment. So you can find this off of Urza Saga. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, Commander's commanders Plate, okay? Yes. Um, now this has equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has trample and lifelink. Mm -hmm. The lifelink on Gargos, every time he fights, you gain a ton of life. 
It's so crazy. Um, okay. But it, you can equip for two. This, this, this part do not overlook. You can pay one mana permanence. Your opponent's control lose hex proof and indestructible until end of turn. Now it doesn't have to be equipped on a creature in order to do Correct. this. You Correct. can just activate the ability mm -hmm. to give get rid of all of their hexproof and indestructible. One thing that you need to pay attention to, though, is there are cards that like you can gain hexproof and indestructible. Yeah. And so, if you activate Shadow Spear and say, "Okay, my my opponents, you've lost indestructible and hexproof," they can still gain it after yeah. that. So then you would yeah. have to activate Shadow Spear again yeah. after that. So keep that in mind and pay attention to that. Um, definitely something to keep in mind. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the Fight Club cards, okay? Um, okay, the first one is Olenvald Tracker. One green mana for a 1-1 one, one human shaman creature. You can pay one and a green and tap it. Target creature you control fights another target creature. Mm -hmm. Such a good card. Um, it's, the flavor on this is so good. Um, the next one is Boxing Ring. I love this card. So Old much. Tracker? Yeah. yeah. So I good. just love the artwork. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Boris fighting a yeah. bear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So the next one is a new card. It's Boxing Ring. One mm. in a green. Two mana artifact. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it fights up to one, up to one target creature you don't control with the same mana value. Oh. The same mana value. Okay. So... So you could like really the thing play is around. now now think 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 about this though too, the hydras yeah the if it's X and two green Jim what's the mana value? So, all right, all right. Let me see this real quick. Okay, now hang on. So Before yes, we, it so does. Now also it says you can tap it, create a treasure token, activate only if you control a creature that fought this turn. Okay, okay. so. If we're talking about X and double green, right? While it's on the board, and this is when it pays attention to that, right? It's when it has it's on to, the board. Yes. It's when it's on so the board. So it's two mana. X is zero X in is this zero. case. But if there's ever a time where a card is talking about the mana value of it on the stack, yes. X equals the amount that you spent for it. Correct. So if it was eight and you had double green, well, now it's 10 mana right. value on the stack. Once it gets to the board, it is now two mana. Mm -hmm. Two mana yep. value. Yep. So so for an X and two green, if I paid four or didn't pay, okay, with yeah. Gargos, that's a four, four. <laughs> that's eaten every, every two mana, two mana value creature whoa, for the most whoa, whoa. part. It's not killing a goif most of the time oh yeah that's true the tarmogoyf yeah that's true goif's up there yeah, but he's also a green card so, yeah you know yeah yeah you also don't play him in this format in yeah. general you've not i've you never seen tarmogoyf yeah. in commander yeah, never yeah but anyway yeah so boxing ring is a fun card i think this next one so good so good foe razor regent mm. seven mana five and two oh, green dragon for a four five dragon a flying with flying, when foe razor regent enters the battlefield, you may have it fight target creature you don't control. Whenever a creature you control fights, put two plus one plus one counters on it at the beginning of the next end step. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So a delayed counter. Okay. Yep. Um, but still, uh, one giving counters. Fight. Okay, and it <laughs> fights. Yep. The next one, such a fun card. This is a land. It's arena. You can pay three and tap. 
Choose one of your creatures and have your opponent choose one of his or her creatures. Both target creatures become tapped. Your creature does its power. Your creature does its power and damage to your opponent's creature, and your opponent's creature does its power and damage to yours. Okay, so this is a very old card, as you can tell. Pay three, tap. You choose target creature you control. Your have your opponent choose a creature they control. Yep. Tap both of them, and then they fight. Yep. So really good. So that can be used. Both defensively and offensively. Oh yeah. Okay, because yeah. I can I can activate that on my on my opponent's turn before mm-hmm. they go to attack, have them t- have them tap one of their creatures. Yep. Basically. Okay. And now it is your opponent's choice. Yep. You don't get to choose your opponent chooses which creature it is. Yep. Which it's also a good thing. Say you have a mana dork out that you're just like I don't need this anymore. You can tap this down to yep. force your mana dork to fight. Say they only have one big creature out there, and they're yep. like, okay, I need to block whatever his hydras are, right? right. You're like, no, you're going to tap that. Sure, my thing's going to die, but now we're getting in to kill you. Yep. Yep. Card's so good. Yep. Is All that around. your favorite card I, of those ones? Artwork. <laughs> and Olvenvold. Artwork. <laughs> Olvenvold Tracker yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, it is. And, it is. yeah, Arena is just a monster. Yeah, Arena is such a good card. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so that's those ones. As you can tell, like that wasn't a lot of cards there, mm-hmm. but still great nonetheless. But we also got to remember, every single time you target a creature with Gargos out on field, it's Gargos also fighting. Gargos is going to fight. Right, right. So it's not like I need a lot of things yeah. to do that. Which, speaking of, we've, we're going to talk about enablers, okay? Yep. Um, the first one, Primal Bellow, one mana instant. Target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn for each force you control. Mm-hmm. So this is the one where looking at the number of force you control. But r- it's really just a a cheap enabler to have Gargos fight. The next one is Colony Ambush, modal uh, dual face card, three mana instant target creature control fights target creature you don't control, so it doesn't have to be Gargos. Mm-hmm. Then the back is a land. Okay, Solidarity of Heroes can pay one and a green, but also a Strive, where it says Solidarity of Heroes cost one and a green more to cast for each target beyond the first, so you can target multiple creatures. Um, with with this card. And then it has choose any number of target creatures. Double the number of plus one plus one counters on each of them. So again, you can target multiple things. Gargos will see all the targets. Yep. Okay. Uh, next one, a uh, great card. I really like this card. This is Satessan Tactics. One in a green, uh, also with Strive. Satessan Tactics costs a green more to cast for each target beyond the first. Until end of turn, any number of target creatures each get plus one plus one and gain, tap it. This creature fights another target creature. So good. So you can, so. I'm picking <laughs> that one. You, just hand it to you, me. you can pick multiple <laughs> targets with this. Gargos will fight off of the targeting and they each gain, they can get plus, plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one and tap it to fight. So it's such a great card. This is my card. Um, Vastwood Fortification, another modal d- uh, double face card. Mm-hmm. It's one green mana instant. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. So another enabler, and then the back of it is a land. Yep. All right, the last two are probably the best ones I think. The first one is Berserk. So one cost instant, uh, one green. Cast Berserk only before the combat damage step. Target creature gains trample and gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is its power. At the beginning of the next end step, destroy that creature if it attacked this turn. It specifically says destroy, not sacrifice. Yeah. Destroy. Mm-hmm. So can you destroy something that's indestructible, Jim? Dan, you cannot. 
<laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's destroy and not sacrifice. Yeah, this is from conspiracy. Yeah. So it's not like it was so long ago where yeah. it's like, oh, wording could be yeah. changed a lot. Destroy it's that destroyed. creature if it attacked this yeah. turn. So yeah. yeah, so you can I can cast that on something that's indestructible and then have it live. Very good. Or even if it dies, it's, I'm really not that upset very, about it. Very good. <laughs> so it's a great card. The last one, I love this card. Ranker. It is a one mana enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus O, oh, and has trample. When Ranker is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return Ranker to its owner's hand. Good card. This is like Great card. An, ena- a, an infinite enabler, almost. <laughs> you cast Ranker, you're targeting with an aura. Mm-hmm. Gargos will fight off of that. Mm-hmm. So Gargos fights. You, you enchant one of your stuff. It dies. Ranker's back to your hand. You can cast it again. Gargos will fight. Oh, it's so good. That's that's I, I love that card and it, in this deck specifically I love that card. I think I'm still going to be going with this card. Yeah, what, what is it called again? Satessan Tactics. Satessan Tactics. Yep. The fact that you can just pump more mana into this and get more value from your Gargos oh, and so all good. your things attacking, it's yep. just like at that point it's just like mass destruction on yep. the board, and I'm mm-hmm. like, sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you're like, oh yeah, uh, we're going to target all this stuff. Gargos triggers seven times. These all are going to trigger. <laughs> I'm going to put this in. Uh, what? Or, well, I guess the Gargos yeah. has to fight first, and then yep. this will go off to yep. then fight stuff. Yep. So yeah, stupidly good card, man. Such a good card. Stupidly yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So the last um, group of cards we're going to talk about. These are the plus one, plus one counter en- enablers and uh, givers, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So um, we've got quite a bit of cards to talk about. Um, now, this first one that I will t- touch on um, can actually go in, in a lot of different sacks here. It's Vigor. So mm-hmm. Vigor is an all-star, an all-star in a deck best, like this. One of the best green cards So Vigor is a six mana, three and three green for a six, six creature, elemental incarnation. Trample. If damage would be dealt to another creature you control, prevent that damage. Put a plus one, plus one counter on that creature for each one damage prevented this way. When Vigor is put into a graveyard from anywhere, shuffle it into its owner's library. That card is so good, man. Especially in a deck where you're fighting a lot. Mm -hmm. Fight. Oh, you're going to try and damage me? Uh, No, Vigor's just going to give me counters. (laughs) And Oh, dude. Vigor is just amazing in in a deck like this. Okay. Um, this next card, one of my favorite new cards, especially from from uh, Call Time, it's Vornclex. Not this the really a, mean this one. This guy's a monster. But this is Vornclex, a monstrous raider. Not the very mean not one. Not the very mean one. It's still mean, not very mean. Okay. So 6-6 six, six, legendary creature, Phyrexian Praetor. Four and two green, so six mana. Trample and haste. If you would put one or more creatures on... One or more counters on a permanent or player, put twice that many of each of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead. Mm-hmm. So it's doubling season, mm-hmm. basically, on a creature. If an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent or player, they put half that many of each of those kinds of counters on that permanent or player instead rounded down. It's really great having Vornclex out on board. And then when your opponent says, uh, put a counter on my... St- no, 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 you don't. 
You don't. Oh, you tried to sack your land to give your god an indestructible counter? No, you don't. Did you, though? <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Vorinclex, so so good. Mm. I mean, Vorinclex is just a great card in general, yeah. right? Um, okay, so this next card, when I saw this card, I'm like, you are going in this deck. I don't care what I have to do, <laughs> but you're going in. Ava Brook, Caretaker. Six mana. Four and two green for a 4-4. Four, four. A 4-4, four, four, that's it. Hmm. That's so bad. No, it's not. Creature, human werewolf, hexproof. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put two plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control. I mean, that's not bad, but six mana? Six mana? (laughs) It also has daybound. Oh, so if it has daybound, that means it's got a backside. Yeah, what does that backside do, Dan? What's the what's the nightbound side? Hollowhenge Huntmaster, 6-6, six, six, Hexproof. Other permanents you control have Hexproof. Other permanents you control have Hexproof, and she herself has Hexproof. Mm-hmm. That's not it. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put two plus one plus one counters on each creature you control. Nightbound. Yeah. <laughs> so good. When 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 I had Ava Brooke Caretaker on board and she flipped... I'm like, all of my stuff has sex proof, yeah. and now I get all these counters. Oh, wait, I get two. I don't get two counters. I get four counters because of a, a Vornclex. <laughs> like, it is just so good. When I when I saw That's this card. Co- uh, exactly. When I saw this card, I'm like, you, this is definitely going in this deck. Mm-hmm. It has to. It absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. So Averbrook Caretaker, uh, an all-star. Um, all right, the next one. Turn Timber Symbiosis, the green sorcery modal. The backside is a land. Sorcery, look at the top seven cards of your library. You may put a creature card from among them onto the battlefield. If that card has converted mana cost three or less, it enters with three additional plus one plus encounters on it. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So I'm paying seven mana to get a creature out on board for free. Uh, it, it, it's, it's good, but in a deck like this, just be, be careful. Like You don't want to hit a Hydra because then it's... You'll get the three counters because yeah. it's mo- because the hydras are going to have converted mana cost three or less. Um, but just be careful. I mean, it's still a great card. Um, so, I mean, that could be swapped out for for a land. But uh, yeah, think about it. Could be swapped <laughs> out for an artifact. But I, I just do have it in the deck. So, all right. The next the next artifact, the Ozolith, legendary artifact. This is a fun one. Whenever a creature control leaves a battlefield, if it had counters on it. Put those counters on the Ozolith. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may move all counters from the Ozolith onto target creature. Yep. The Ozolith is a great card, especially in a deck all about counters. Yeah, it's so difficult to get counters in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ozolith is, is fun for sure. Yep. Um, all right. The next one Sword of Truth and Justice. A three mana artifact equipment. You, it has equip cost of two, and then equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from white and from blue. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control, then proliferate. Mm. So, more counters. More counters. <laughs> um, but, yeah, also counters. important protection. protection from white and blue, which is big. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Yeah. Really good. 
All right, next one. New card from Cape- from New Capenna, Fight Rigging. Yay. Two in a green enchantment, hideaway five. Look at top five. Exile one of them face down. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus one plus a counter target creature control. Then if you control a creature with power seven or greater, you may play the exile card without paying its mana cost. The thing I love about this card is that you're fixing fights in Hydra Fight Club. Yeah. When they're already <laughs> yeah, fixed. They're already fixed. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so the 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 flavor is is yeah. is totally there. Um, okay, the next one, rite of passage. This is a great one. Whenever creature control is dealt damage, put a plus one plus one counter on it. Mm. So just it just another enabler. And then we have uh, three of the uh, three of the best um, plus one plus one counter synergy cards out there. Branching evolution. If one or more plus one plus one counters will be put on a creature control, twice that many plus one plus one counters are put on that creature instead. Then we have hardened scales. If one or more plus one plus one counters will be put on a creature control, that many plus one cre- plus one plus one counters are put on it instead. Yep. And then the Mac Daddy doubling season. If an effect will cause one or more tokens. Okay, if an effect would create one or more tokens under your control, it creates twice that many instead. If an effect would put one or more counters on a permanent you control, it puts twice that many of those counters on that permanent instead. So there are one, two, three, three cards that double the number of counters. I think there's three, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, okay. And and yes, they all... Stack. They do stack. So you need to figure. You need to do hardened scales first. Get that additional first, and mm-hmm. then double it. Mm-hmm. So that's important. That is very important. Yep. Um. All right. I think. Okay. Of these ones, doubling season. Doubling season. Really? <laughs> Hands down. Is it okay? It's just card is, is, it is, is too it's, good. It's stupid. It's too it, good. it is stupidly good. I really like the Vorinclax. The Vigor is just has been a staple in green for so very mm-hmm. long. Yep. Yep. But like doubling season, not even if I'm talking not so much in this deck, it's just doubling season in general. Mm-hmm. The card is just phenomenal. You can it see is. it everywhere, yep, whether it you're doing tokens or counters, sometimes even both. Yep. And if you're doing both, you're for sure playing the card already. Yep. The card's stupidly yeah. good. Doubling season is just is so good. There, there's a reason it's a seventy five dollar card. Yeah, there, there's an absolute reason. And, and they phenomenal. just re- and they just reprinted it not that long ago. Yeah, and that did nothing to the price. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah, so it is stupid. Good, it is stupidly good. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Before we pick a card of the week, um, I just want to give I want to give my final thoughts of of the deck first, and then I kind of want to I want to get Jim's thoughts and opinions on no, it as you well. Don't. Uh, <laughs> all right, so um, this is one of my favorite commander decks I've ever built. Yeah. Um, green is just one of my favorite colors in all of Magic, um, obviously. Um, and so when I saw Gargos, I immediately fell in love mm-hmm. and was like, "This, this is I." And I have yet to see anyone else build a Gargos deck. Yeah. I've yet to come across, and obviously you see them online, but I've never met Haven't another seen one in person. I've never met another person who's played Gargos. Yeah. Um, so from that standpoint, that's one of the reasons I love Commander mm-hmm. is like picking, being able to pick a Commander that like you don't see anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. So I and I like playing Commanders like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also play Moldrotha, right? <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to play good stuff. Yeah, right? that's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> um, so. This is one of my favorites. So Gargos, just the the creativity that I brought to the deck building mm. was just, 
It's so much fun. And like with Commander, the ability to just always go back in and, and look and retool, yeah. it's yeah. so much fun. Always looking at the new sets that come out. Um, this, one of the, my favorite things was like, and seeing the fight, I'm like, naming it Fight Club, I thought was really cool. <laughs> and then just really taking that fight mechanic. And when I found Arena, I'm like, yeah. dude, that is so cool. So good. Such a cool card. Mm -hmm. So I immediately threw that in the deck. Um, so yeah, I, I love this deck. Um, being able to find those cheap enablers to mm -hmm. just target, target, target. And then the... the I, I'm a big fan of being able to enable and then protect, enable, mm. protect, enable, protect. Yeah. It's this deck. I think, and I think you've seen it just by going through all these cards. It's super versatile in being able to really fill the board with huge things, but then also yeah. protect. Yeah. Now, very weak against board wipes. Not much you can do about it unless you're able to have <laughs> do indestructible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But being able to protect all of your stuff at once, you can do it, but not. All the time. It, yeah. Not all the time. Yeah. Okay. So um, the one thing that doesn't have a lot of, it doesn't have a lot of um, no board wipes, as you as you saw, and then being able to, to blow up. You don't up. really want board wipes normally in this because you, you just don't want to kill your own no, stuff. No, no, right, 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 so. right. But, I mean, normally when you when you talk about building commander decks of yeah. what kind of cards you're looking yeah. for that you, you want to include. You want to have, like, four board wipes in there. Right, right. So there's no board wipe. Well, no, there's a board wipe. I mean, Gargos is a yeah, board I'm wipe. like, you have ways to kill mass things. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so, like, your commander is a board wipe, right? Yeah. Um, but, and then when it comes to artifacts and enchantment removal, there's ways, mm -hmm. just not a ton, yeah. um, but there are definitely ways in there to do it, yep. um, that are repeatable. That's the great thing. You know, if you have a way to give him infect, now you have a way to get around indestructible because giving minus, minus counters gets around indestructible. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is true. Something to think about. Something to think about. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, this is just one of my favorite decks. Um, before I, before, I, before I pick a card of the week, I want to hear, I want to hear Jim's final yeah. thoughts. So I've told Dan this before, <laughs> and if you guys listening, you've been here since like the fifth episode. I, I rarely bring this up to where green is my least favorite color in the game. Yeah. And I don't even put it in terms of least favorite, yeah. most hated, yep. and just car color that I hate in general. Mm -hmm. And it's not even on my top five favorite colors nope. in Magic. <laughs> 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 There's only those five colors, yeah. guys. And, um, <laughs> so uh, when... Normally, my biggest problem with green is there's no interaction, like, at all, right? Mm -hmm. And the first time Dan brought this out, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is something else. <laughs> and just the watching him being able to just destroy things on the board, I'm like, this is great. This is great. I love it so much. So this is, like, the only green deck I could see myself playing. And if we're talking mono green, right? This is the only way I could see it being played. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to kill your thing. I'm going to now kill this thing. Target indestructible fight first. All right, now you're not killing my guy. And I killed your other dude. So now you're just really upset. So now I two for one deal in mono green. And people are just getting salty. They will. They will get salty. They're like, why do you keep killing my commander? Well, because you're not protecting it. So I'm going to target my thing. Screw your guy over again. 
Yep. And it doesn't matter if you countered the card targeting, it already targeted. So now Gargos <laughs> is like, no, nah, I'm going to go, fam. Yep. Let's get in there. Yep. One of the one of uh, the things that I was wor- was a little worried about yeah. is I want to be able to make all of these effects repeatable. Okay. Yeah. And so my thinking was, I, I want to play my cards more than one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to be able to get myself back from the graveyard. Like that was a big thing. And so there are cards out there where you can get stuff back from your yard. You've got Noxious Revival. You know, you have yeah. Balaged Sanctuary or Balaged Recovery. Yeah. Um, there are cards. Is that the modal card? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was another card called Once in Future. It's mm-hmm. four mana instant. Pay three and a green. Okay. And you can get back two cards from your graveyard Ooh. to your hand. Okay. Mm. It has adamant where like if you pay if you pay at least three green, which on a green deck you're gonna do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but they all it, it's one card into your hand, the other on top of your graveyard. Yeah. If you pay the adamant cost, all all two go back to your hand. So Ooh. I was wanting to find a place for that card. So like that was one of I them. Think you- is it's not in here. It though. is not. It is not. I, think I might take out Turn Timber Symbiosis for it, to be honest. Because if you're able to then play that to go get a card that then returns a card from your graveyard mm-hmm. and then you're still getting that one extra card. All right, well now that the one that gives me two cards in the graveyard, I'm now gonna spend the mana from that one card I put in hand to go get that one back. So you can now just right. recycle your stuff. And oh, I, yeah. I think you for sure now, play the, the card. Pr- the problem with once in future, uh-huh, when you play it, you exile it. That's a problem with once Ooh. in the future. That's Ooh. a problem with once right, in the future. Never mind, card's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I I could Dang find it. I could find a place for Eternal Witness. Like that's a yeah. thing. Um, yeah. But like, once in the future is just a very good card. It's a very very oh, good God, card. I wish you could recycle it. I know. I know. <laughs> Be yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So something to think about. And I think and I think if I can crack that, then that'll really take the deck. Yeah. Really take the deck off. But. Um, yeah, so this is my beloved Gargos <laughs> Mono Green Hydra deck. Yeah. All right, so since we've talked all about that, we're going to jump right into the card of the week. Real quick okay. before we go into yes. the Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, if if a deck can turn me from hating every single green deck out there, card, yeah. yep. into what I would play it, you need to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I want to do is I want to see Jim play this deck. One I day will, I will. I, he will. It. Absolutely you will. No one's going to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to be ready. And I just want to see it and just watch him just go nuts yeah. and have fun. Yeah. That, Dan's I, like, I'll play mono blue and just let you kill everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I totally will. <laughs> totally will. Um, but yeah, de- I definitely want to see Jim play this deck for yeah. sure. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about the card of the week. Okay. We talked about all of these cards pretty much in depth, but... The one that I want to talk about is one of my favorites is the Ozolith. Mm-hmm. The Ozolith is such a funny card. I remember when this came out. This was in Ikoria. Okay. So I'll read it again. Um, it is the Ozolith. So one mana, one mana can be found with Urza Saga. Yep. Uh, so the, it is a one mana legendary artifact. Whenever creature you control leaves the battlefield, leaves the battlefield exiles, dies, gets bounced to your hand. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, too. Just bounce to your hand, too. Um, if it had counters on it, you put those counters on the Ozolith. 
Okay, and then at the beginning of combat on your turn, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may move all counters from the Ozolith on, onto target creature. Get this, Tyrite Sanctum, indestructible counter. Yeah. If that creature leaves oh, the battlefield, yeah. that indestructible counter gets yes. put on the Ozolith. Yes. Ooh. You know what I was just thinking about? So yes. you were saying it's searchable with Urza Saga. Yes. Also, when the constructs die, those those two counters that they get on them go to the Ozolith. Is that what it's called? The Ozolith. Ozolith. Yes. So the constructs, when they leave the field, they're just like, oh, those plus. Those aren't counters. They're not? They just get plus one, plus one for oh, each artifact. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, that would have yeah. been broken. Yeah, that would have been broken. That yeah. been so good. <laughs> that would have been cool, though. Yeah, that would have been really yeah, nice. Yeah, so the Ozolith is just, it, it's a funny card mm -hmm. that you can really play around with. Yeah. Right. And I think this, this deck really takes advantage, really, really takes advantage. Of, mm -hmm. So, I mean, you think about it, you have greater good on board. Okay. Yep. You have a sack outlet. Sack outlet for a Hydra that has 10 counters on it. Let's say I have Lifeblood Hydra mm -hmm. that has 10 counters on it. I sack the Lifeblood Hydra. <laughs> sack the Lifeblood Hydra to greater good. Draw 10 cards, gain 10 life off of Lifeblood Hydra. Move those counters. Move the counters. <laughs> draw 10 cards off of greater good. Yep. And then discard three cards. I've drawn yep. 20 cards, gain 10 life. And then discarded three cards. And then those 10 counters that were on Lifeblood Hydra are now on the Ozolith. Yep. Being ready for the next monster. This is all pre-combat, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Post-combat. Now, now, hang on. Think about this. Think about this. If you have Vornclex or mm -hmm. any any Ooh. token or counter Ooh. doubler, those 10 counters Ooh. go from 10 from the Lifeblood Hydra Ooh. to 20 on the Ozolith. Yeah. I am pretty sure that's how it worked, even though it says move the counters, because uh let let like if we look at mm -hmm. doubling season, if an effect would games. put one or more counters oh, on a permanent, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> it does. It's just put it does. Wow. So you turn those. I mean, think okay, let's think about this. Okay. Okay. Let's think about you have you've got Gargos on board. Mm -hmm. You play rampant rejuvenator, three and a green. For two plus one plus one counters. Yeah. You've got Ozolith on board. Yes. Any counter doubler. Yes. Okay. So for one mana, you paid one green mana for the Rejuvenator for four counters. Yeah. Two off of the Rejuvenator, then four from the count from the counter doubler. Yes. Vorn Clex, doubling season, whatever. Branching yeah. evolution. Okay. Sack it to greater good or it dies. Or you fight and it dies, for example. Yeah. So you have four counters moved from the Rejuvenator that you paid one mana for, mm -hmm. four counters, moved to the Ozolith, four counters to eight counters, pre-combat, yeah. okay? Now you go to combat, you have Gargos on board. You have eight counters. Those eight counters go to 16 counters on Gargos. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. That For one mana. Yeah. For one mana. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you had to pay the mana for Gargos, the Ozolith, yeah, all the cards, any of the uh, the yeah. token doubler yeah. or counter doubler, whatever. But one mana to turn <laughs> X equals two to 16. to 16. And not a lot of steps either. Yeah, yeah. And then you just attack for commander damage at that point. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so Ozlith, <laughs> Ozlith is one of my uh, one of my favorite cards. Um, what I what I think makes this just such a great card is not it's not specifically plus one plus one counters. It's mm -hmm. any counter. Yeah. You can have a trample counter, reach counter. Um, what else? Indestructible, Indestructible <laughs> life link. Or hexproof counter. Oh, that'd be so sick. That would be. The, the, I don't know. I'll have to look into that. I don't know. That'd be sick. I gotta look into that hexproof counter. You know, I I think people were also playing this in the was it Affinity where they were playing like modular cards and modern, and so yeah. since they're like since they would have other creatures that could then move their counters around, but sometimes there's no other creatures to move their counters around to. Yeah. So then it's just like oh, puts it on this. All right. Well, now when we're able to put it on a different creature. Put it on that other creature, and now with the Urza Saga to be able to search for this, I don't know if people have tried it again. I don't know because it's been like since around Ikoria dropping that they had this, and yeah. Urza Saga wasn't a thing then. Yeah, yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, that that is the card of the week, the Ozolith. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Well, Jim, what did you think? What What's your final thoughts? Pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah. I'd give it a. Green stars out of 10. <laughs> Take that for what you will. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Well, that is the episode that we got for you today. Hopefully you all enjoyed our first uh, Commander Deck Tech. Um, next week, Jim's going to talk all about Tolerant. And then we will... Um, we're gonna pepper. We're gonna pepper a few more of these throughout the coming weeks and yeah. months. Yeah. Um, I've got. I'm finishing building a few more. I've got Coma. Coma's done, ready to go. I can talk about him mm -hmm. uh, in the in, in some coming weeks. And then Muldrotha's finishing up as well. And then I've got a few others. And I got a deck I'm also working on. Are you really? Yes. All right. I don't know if he's gonna tell me. Well, I could tell you. Are you do you want it to say now? Or do you want to tell me? You know what? Offline. I'll let people. I'll let people know right now that the color are Mardu. Okay, for those who don't know, what's Mardu? Oh yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Black, red, and white. Yep. Those colors. I love. I love just playing Rakdos something. Yeah, Rakdos something. Yeah, Rakdos Which is, is good. Red and black mm -hmm. plus another color. Yep. Yep. So. So, all right, well, that is the episode we got for you this week. Hopefully, you all enjoyed it. Uh, definitely, let us know your thoughts. Um, and then especially this type of format. Um, um, mm -hmm. what, I'm, what I'm thinking about doing is doing these in a um, more digestible format as well as for shorter video content as well. Yeah. Um, this is very much long form, um, but I, and we like doing, doing these long form type podcasts yeah. for this content. I think it's great. Um, but let us know if you'd like uh, something in a smaller bite-sized form um, for this as well. But before we get out of here, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore DJ Campbell and on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And you know what? You can find us, you can find Hobbies and Happiness over our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to all of our social platforms there, YouTube, podcasts, everything you can see on there. Head over to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash hobbieshappiness. Um, you can find everything there. And then, uh, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for being here. And we will catch you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Um,